Hi everyone, welcome to the Council Culture Podcast, Finding Council Culture. I'm your host, Chris Sanders, and this week we have a very special guest, my father, Benny Sanders, who's assisted with my mother, Sharon Sanders. And if you hear what's going down in the background of my neighborhood, um, you know, we're still in pandemic. Uh, the world has calmed down a little bit after the murder of just, just too many innocent black people. And so I thought it would be interesting to, you know, do a cancel culture episode about something that actually is changing because of George Floyd and the riots and, and what went down here. So recently it's been announced that they're going to cancel pancakes. Not just any pancakes, but mammy cakes. By mammy cakes, I mean there will no longer be an Aunt Jemima. If you don't know the history behind Aunt Jemima, you'll find out in today's episode. Um, Essentially, if you want the real of it, my father has been around long enough to see the world change again and again and again. And I think it's really interesting to hear his take from someone who was there during the first civil rights movement and someone who was there when they thought it was okay to betray us as buffoons and betray us as the help and put us on their, their boxes and, and their, their, their products and tout around that we were there to serve them. It's, it's just, it's hard to think that the world has changed that much. But my dad has seen it all. My mom has seen some of it too, of course, because, you know, she's here. <laughs> um, so I think that you'll get a lot of enjoyment out of this, this episode. Um, I recorded it using my cell phone, and then I'm doing the intros, of course, like this, uh, because I didn't want to get too close when seeing my parents, because, again, we're still in the pandemic, and I want to be careful. So you're going to see that the audio here is going to be, you know, better than my last episode, but still not the best. Uh, but I hope you stick with it to learn a lot about history, uh, the world, the way the world's changed, and really just what you can learn by listening, listening to those that have been there before you. This episode is more than a, a, a discussion about syrup and pancakes. It's a discussion around black America and what that means today. The episode is brought to you by my clothing line, nerdgeekculture.com. Go there now to support the show uh, and please leave us a, a comment or a rating uh, I prefer five stars if you, if you can, <laughs> um, if you listen to this on Apple um, products. So please, please enjoy today's talk with my parents and stay safe. What what happened the first time? So I know I've heard about this before. We're like well, Andrew Mama, 1960. Like okay, so wait, so so Andrew Mama was a Mammy character, right? Yeah. Which Mammy is like what? She was like the the slave cook, right? In the house, you right? Know, a bandana, big and black. You okay, know, nothing right. wrong with that. Am I making this up? Or wasn't there a point but, where like the bottle of the bottle was like a fat was a fat lady a fat um, who wasn't wasn't the bottle was that Mrs. Buttersworth? Sir. What's, yeah. which, which was, was the bottle shaped like her? Yeah. And, 
Sergeant Pepper's work. Yeah. Is that also a slave thing? I think yeah. it is. I'm not that familiar with it, but I think That's it was. Right. Yeah. I knew Uncle Ben, and they would have to name him Ben. Wait, <laughs> wait, Uncle Ben. So I remember this. Uncle Ben, though, was Uncle Ben like the head manager of some of a restaurant or whatever? So he was like the manager of everything. So it wasn't even like a um, a racist character. It was if he was the manager, they wouldn't call him Uncle Ben. Right. But when they say he's going to change it to like the councilman Ben or something like that. It, it's just that they made him subservient to okay. white people. Okay. White people used to call the people who took care of their children, auntie, auntie, mm-hmm. auntie mama, like Mueller. Mueller was a housemaid, but they tried to make it seem like an angry black woman. Huh. Wait, so wait, so auntie mama is supposed to be like a... Is, she was a cook. Okay. In the white folks' house doing slavery. And wow. that's why they used to make jokes like, what is the joke about the boy, Little Black Sambo? What about it? You know about him? No. You never heard of Little Black Sambo? There's some books they used to give us to read. And he had them big and black, and all he did was eat pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> he had a million pancakes, he looked like Sambo. I did not. I think I remember a, like a Sambo like eating watermelon. Well, tell your audience to Google Little Black Sambo. Okay. And they'll find out when that's when they made us look black with big red lips. Right, I mean, yeah, I knew about that. There's a guy eating watermelon with a big, with a, with a big yeah. smile. Right. Dang, Sambo. Okay, so like, all right, so with Angel Mama, you said it was originally the Mammy character, and then it changed to the woman now. The woman now isn't, a, isn't like a Mammy, though, is it? They changed the image because black people was complaining back in the 60s about that. Right. But now this time they getting rid of the whole thing. So, but why they get rid of it? So, like, isn't the new one good? The new, the new character? Oh, uh, well, it's a good. It's still Aunt no, it's your mama. It's, it's a skinny black woman. It's, it's still, still Aunt your mama. It's still your mama. You understand? If you were, uh, you, got a big, fat black you know, they used to uh, what they used to do was scratch when they didn't itch, right? And giggle when they wasn't tickled. <laughs> what? What does that mean? Uh, you know, they say, I missed the ball, what are yeah, you doing? Right. You know? Yeah, okay, I see what you mean. And, and, and they use black people. I'm so glad, and I'm not a racist in this effect, but I'm so yeah. glad they're not talking about black and brown. Right. And they're just talking about black. Right. Because if you remember the old Charlie Chain movie. Charlie Chaplin? No, Chang. Chang. Who's Charlie Chang? He was a, a Chang. Chinese detective. Okay, I never know. And he had a side click, sidekick named Willie. Okay. And Willie was a black man. Okay. And just like some would drop on the floor, and Willie would jump up and say, "Oh, Mr. Chang, Mr. Chang, what is that? Oh, I'm scared." All right. So they made black people. They were still the lords on the totem pole. And that was with the Chinese. They didn't care enough for the Chinese either. But they wanted to have somebody to represent the Chinese race, so right. they made him a detective. And then I uh, gave him a black sidekick called Willie. <laughs> and Willie was another racist character? Was he like, just kind of like over-exaggerated? He was a scary character, like they have blacks. When, right. when the white man tell you some boy, come yes, on sir. over here. Yes, he said, uh, okay, Mr. Chang. And then Charlie Chang would call him Willie a boy. Right. Oh. Mm. So you, I boy? 
Like that? Huh? Like, boy? Like, what do you mean? Uh, boy, get your ass off of here. Like, quit, uh, like, quit. Okay, got it. Yeah, no. That's where the whole coon thing came from. Right. Is that part of it? Right. I don't know if that's where the coon came from, but right. they, they have never. And I don't believe they're going to. I like to move. i tell you one thing I like about this. And, and I'm going to tell you, I compared with I volunteered for uh, Barack, President Obama when he ran. Right. And the one thing I noticed, I went to about 10 states, and one thing I noticed, they had a lot of young white people, mm-hmm. young white kids volunteering doing the work. Yeah, I told you, when I, when I was, um, you know, I was working, and they had the, uh, the Black Lives Matter um, rally that went through my neighborhood, it was all white people, like maybe three black people in it. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is what this reminds me. I'm so glad to see that. Mm-hmm. Because now, and, and then globally, too, over over in Europe and everything, they got Black Lives Matter all over. You know that, right? I do know that, yeah. And, and But that's what I compare. I said, dang, they got all these, and you see Obama won. Right. And if these young whites... Uh, stay with with the movement. It will be some changes made. I got if I got into an argument with my friend about this. I told him like you can't do anything on an island because we're in a majority, you know, white nation, obviously, but like or white control nation. I won't say control, but like you need allies. You need people on your side. You can't push them away and expect to see anything change. You like you need everybody to be united on the same like the same front. Well, not everybody, but well, as many as possible. The majority. You need you need as many people as possible to like support you in order to like see anything really big happen. Like, you can't do it on an island. It can't just be black people, it has to be everybody. That's how you get support. And see, and and the, the main thing is the way black people gonna ever get something and maintain it, mm-hmm. they're gonna have to control it. They're gonna have to be in control. Right. If they not whenever they was in control they took it away. They had a higher power. Say like council. Okay. Like 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 Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. Right. I mean I keep saying we need to do another like I was telling me and Richard talking about this. Like I wanna invest in like I wanna invest in commercial property. So I started so I'm like started like I upped my savings. So I went from like putting away, I'm just making up a number, um, like fifty dollars a week to two hundred a week. Because I wanna really get like my like savings up so I can then invest it and do something with it that'll actually be able to employ and like help push other black people ahead. I feel like I could waste my money all the time doing stuff for myself, but ultimately I want to build something for like the whole like the next generation. Cause like and you see the powers to be, mm-hmm. and uh, I like to see it in my lifetime, but I don't think I will. That mm. that black people is in control of their own destiny. Right. I mean that's they, how you... they got to the control because here's what they do. Okay. And you get so powerful. They'll change the rules on you. Right. They'll go and make up a law saying black people cannot do this and cannot do that. Right. But they won't say it and that. Right. They'll, be they'll, use, they'll, use, they'll use the system. They'll use the system against It'll you. It'll be subliminal and they just It'll say. It'll look legal. Yeah. And like they passed a law that um, uh, to give minorities. So a percentage of the jobs that the city controls, right? right? Okay. But in minorities, they included white women. Oh. Yeah, you know that. I didn't know that. No. They included white women. 
So then what happened is that the black men owned the companies, but they put their wives down as the owner of the company. Right. And so they still got control of the majority of the job. Wow. That's the way they, they so do they'll, things. So they'll, they'll, they'll legally screw you over, and, so you got to own it yourself. And if, whenever you hear this thing now, they're giving the majority of the job to our uh, brown brothers. Right. You know, and what they say is whenever you hear them say, say this, uh, the minorities. Right. You think that's not you. Right. And you think it's right. two of you and ten of them. Right. Plus some some women. Wow. So they got to, you got to be specific and know what you're doing. So legal gymnastics, gymnastics. Uh, yep, just legal gymnastics. And that's the way they do. You have to be aware that don't think they on your side because they say they are. Right. It got to be the right. It has to say black. It can't just say you, you, like, like you, they're, trying to, they're trying to get reparations now. Right. I know that. <laughs> you know what I did? I um I made a joke post on my Instagram that said um. To celebrate Juneteenth, all your, all white friends should send their black friends fifty dollars. And I posted my um my Venmo account, and I got like four or five people actually sent me money. Like it's kind of a joke. I was like, do the right thing, reparations now. And they actually sent me money. And but I feel like it's it's a intriguing concept. But I don't know how much money is ever going to really be worth what happened with slavery. Like what 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 is the what is the amount? It's like fifty acres of a mule. That was the original, right? Was that original reparations? They were supposed to give you that, right? But they can't. And they never gave it to right. you, right? Well, can they give it to you? What? Like, what are you gonna do with a mule? When they, well, you have to, mule. you have to come up and date fifty, uh, uh, fifty million and a Cadillac. You know, we love Cadillacs, so they say. I don't like Cadillacs. I know it, but that's the image they try to portray. Right. right. See. So, like, okay, so fifty acres of a mule. So basically, like. What is the equivalent of that? Like what? Like what? Is you? Is, I, I don't know. They would have to figure I mean, that out. So you as having like grown up in like the civil rights like movement and whatnot, like what would you want as reparations? Uh, if it was me, yeah. Let me own. It is you. You black. <laughs> let me let me own. I mean, me individually. Okay. Yeah. I would like to own my own company. Right. That's and what so, you can so, give me. So, so give you what the money to be able to run your own and, company. Uh, and one thing they're saying. Some people ask it in reparation, give give everybody a chance to go to college and get my degree free when they don't have to pay for college. Nice. You know. What if you already went to like what about me? Like I already went to college. They just pay off my loans? Well, if you already went to college, I said that's just part of it now. Right, that wasn't enough. the only thing. Oh no, I'm just talking you through. The only thing. With you they should uh, uh they should provide you with a lifetime job. Hmm. Wow. And, and with wage increases as it goes. Right. But anyway, I'm already plus, plus a bonus. I agree with all of that. <laughs> you know, plus a bonus. You know what's funny? Like, I mean, so, like, you know, I've been doing my own, like, But media. see, the thing, you know, see, black people have built this country. Right. They're not lying. They don't want to build the White House. You know that. Yeah, I know that. Right? Yeah, I knew that. And then in St. Louis, they built all of that mm -hmm. free. Nobody got paid. Right. They built the whole country and it was free. I called you. And um, it was free. And so they, you know, the Japanese, they interned the Japanese during World War II. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? No. You didn't know that? Tell me about it. 
And the, and the Asian World War, the Japanese burned bomb Pearl Harbor. Right. I, I, I do know about this, but I want you to tell, want you to tell me about it. They bombed Pearl Harbor to Franklin Roosevelt, who considered a good, a good president, mm. took all the Japanese, took all their property from them mm. and everything and put them in these internment camps. Right. And so they stayed there for three or four years till the war was over. And so then they gave them reparations back here about 10 years ago. Did it really? Yeah. See, I, see, I, so I know about Pearl Harbor. I didn't know they got reparations. Yeah, they got reparations for what the government had did to them. They was American citizens. Wow. And so we started asking for reparations. They gave somebody else reparations. Right. Jeez, that. And we've been begging for it for years. Right. Oh, yeah. Years. I, I mean, I still, you know, wow. And see, you and you do the history on it. It ain't. Whenever we ask for something, we can't get it. Right. It's difficult. Right. We got to struggle. But like I heard somebody said, they gave out the two trillion dollars like that when this virus. I I said that too. I said I was like, just like, oh. So they got the money. money. They got the money. Yeah. Ain't no problem. Just give us our money. Right. But I, I do think we should, uh, if all of us can get along. Yeah. And and, uh, can agree that we put all this money in a black bank. Yep. You know, you know when uh, safety's on it, yeah, so won't nobody be running off with the right money. regulations, right? And then they can distribute the money. We can decide what we want to do. So you know, somebody I was talking to um, Rockman about this, mm-hmm. and Rockman, my mm-hmm. nephew, our nephew, your yeah. grandson, my nephew, uh, and I was telling him how like we need to start like if we ever get like reparations or whatever income we get, we need to pull it together and kind of create build our own stuff and have it be black owned from us. And he goes, me and my friends are already doing that. Like, they uh, they, they do something on Amazon. I can tell you later about it. But, like, they're already putting their money together to purchase items to then go back and sell it. So people buy it on Amazon. They get the money directly to them. Like, he was telling me about, like, all his investments. Like, him and him and Lukman are doing, like, pretty good things right now. Yeah, you know, Lukman. You know what, yeah, like, you know what like, I had, um, came up with? I thought this was you? my podcast. It is. Are, you, are, y'all, are y'all, y'all taping? Uh-huh. Oh, you're talking the whole time. You can say, go ahead. Uh, what I came up with, remember, I, I was going to pay for you and Stacy and Benita to go to real estate. I'm still going to do it. I just, I've been really busy. So, My but, job got but crazy. This is, this is big money, though, right now. Because with the way this economy, no when this economy comes back, estate, people are going to be looking homes, they're going to be looking for real estate, they're going to be looking for property. I think it's a good investment for later, but I think it's good to do right now. I think it's it's not, I mean, it's good, it's good for me to, like, to do the schooling now, have the, have the certification or whatever I need, and have be ready for it. But what I've been reading is it's not a good market. But every now and then. I'm going to tell you, if people... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, just say this, wait this is my podcast. People, people are going to come, and they're going to say, and don't I take need to it an apartment, or I need a house, or I need this, I need a condominium. They're going to need a job is what they're going to need. You got your license, you can... Sell that to them. Right. People still got to have a place to live. I'll figure it. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll figure out what I get there. Like, what do you want to say? I'm gonna say the best, the only program that I see right now uh-huh. uh, is, and I don't know, they not. It was perfected, just like a lot of things, like Black Wall Street. Okay. Is the Muslims. Okay. The nation of Islam. They right. had their own restaurant, hospital, yeah, restaurant, yeah. school. That's true. I've seen that. You're right. You know, and they was in control of that. Yeah. What happened? What happened? What happened? All that fell apart. So I feel like it was all like, like what was it? Uh, like 
was it Crow Salam, the restaurant? Like that went away. Like what happened to like the infrastructure? Do you well, know? Like anything else, I think Farrakhan was saying he found out that a lot of the Muslims were stealing from it. Right. You know. Yeah. And, I mean, because like people. But like what it is, you have. But the the way it's set up. Marcus Garvey, you ever heard of him? I heard of him. <laughs> well, he, he had the same thing. Then that's what, the thing I'm talking about. He was telling black people to go back to Africa. Right. But he had programs set up. Right. And then the government passed laws to have him deported back to Jamaica. He came from Jamaica. I did know that. Yeah. Okay. He so, I mean, so, like, I mean, that's why, like, okay, I'll just use an uh, opportunity to plug. So, like, even more recently, I'm like, okay, I, I feel like more and more it's more important to own your own stuff, which is why I've been doing like the podcast and the YouTube and whatever. Um, I just started a clothing, like a clothing, like kind of what you guys did, like the Sanders Sanders thing. But I started a merch store, uh, it's nerdgeekculture.com, where where anytime I come up with an idea for a shirt, I create it and I tie it to everything. I don't know if you saw, you saw that. Make sure you got, make sure you got a trademark where can't nobody come in there and steal it. What they call that, uh, what? Copyright. 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 Right. Make sure you got all that protected. I mean, I bought all the I bought all the uh, URLs. I purchased the um, the names. Uh, I think that if you but do, you uh, control it. Yeah, I control it. Yeah. Can somebody come and use what you got? You know what's funny? You can sue. Uh, I don't own it like that. So example, so you know, you know the show Blackish. Yeah. Literally two years before that show came out, I made a shirt that I was selling that was "Kiss Me on Blackish." And I had it on my merch store. It got taken down because they now own the name, even though I had the shirt yeah, and the yeah. idea two years prior. If I was smarter, I would have copywritten the blackish term. I, I didn't know. I mean, I didn't even know it was going to be a thing. I thought it was just being clever well, and funny. Let me, let me and you. now it's a thing. And now I can't even use the shirt that I came up with first. Well, let me tell you something. This is something your mother always said. Okay. She taught me. There's only 101 great ideas. Right, everybody has the same ideas. Let me tell you this. Harold Washington was running for mayor, and me and your mother, that's where I met your mama. Right. And we were volunteering for Harold Washington. And Ed Bedoliak, who's Harold Washington's arch enemy, mm -hmm. came out with a thing that said, anybody but Harold. Right. And me and your mother came out and said, let's get some stuff printed up. Said, nobody but Harold. Right. And you, you know, two days later, they, somebody had came up with that and was wearing them hats, nobody but Harold. Oh, wow. No, that, and you said, damn, we should have went on and got that and got it copied. Yeah, as soon as possible. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I need to probably not play games and just go ahead and just start covering everything I come up yeah, with. You you make sure right. you got control over Right. Because you never know. You know this thing, 3P? 3P, yeah. 3P, you know who came up with that? Who? The, the Bulls, uh, Pat Riley, he was the coach of the, um, of the Knicks. And, uh, and they, they had won two championships and so they were saying they repeated you know right. and, two. and he came up with this slogan 3p and he got it copyrighted oh, oh he got that copy anytime they use that they got to pay him wow it's just like with music i met this guy i met this guy jack daniels we went to barber school okay. and he was a liquor salesman believe it or not <laughs> And so 
but we became good friends. And I didn't know he had wrote this song, Turn Back the Hand, Turn Back the Hand of Time, okay. by uh, Tyrone Davis. Okay. So I went to his, went to his place, and he was sure he got his mail. He said, "Oh, here's another check." I said, "What is that for?" He told me that royalty check. Every time they play that song on the radio, the yeah, song, right. not the artist. Right. He got paid for it. Because he wrote it? Yeah. Wow. But he had, they had the royalty set up. Right. You can't, they did black musicians like that for years. They didn't control their music. Right. They signed you up. Right. They didn't have the masters, because I know like Michael Jackson. And Prince. That's yeah. what happened Prince. with Prince. Right. That's why he... When when the company didn't want him to own his own, right? He went independent. Right now he became remember the artist. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't use his name. That's why. Right, he didn't own Prince. Right. So the artist formerly known as Prince. And he, they wanted his the logo music. and right. the icon and stuff. Yeah, I remember that. And that's one thing you have. The first thing you do, you get you a lawyer, and you got lawyers in the family, mm-hmm. and you want to use them. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do something and make yeah. sure whatever your ideas is. Mm-hmm. And you get it copyrighted, and that you in control of it. If somebody uses it, they got to pay you. Right. And, you and that's that. just being real. Yeah, that's what that's what makes Jay Z and Beyonce. That's why they so far they control everything. Right. You know. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, I think, yeah. Wait. So when you say they control everything, what do you mean? Huh? What do you mean they control everything? Like they own their own music, they own their own output? They yeah, own can music. nobody use their image or nothing unless they pay them and get permission and pay them for it. You know who else has who's like that? Uh, Michael Jordan. So Michael yeah. Jordan, like you can't you, you can't put him in a video game, you can't put him right. he, on, on a box oh, or anything man, without getting his rights because he's like, so example, in like, you know, video games, there's a bunch of video games where he's not in it. Because he won't give the rights over, because it costs it costs a lot of money to use his right, to use his image. Like one time they did, somebody did use his uh, something. They didn't think he knew no better, and he stopped them, and they had to pay him so many millions of dollars. Right. Did you watch the Last Dance? Yeah. What do you think about that? I, I remember all that. So I remember most of it. Like I have like, I mean, I was a kid, so I remember like I have vague memories of it. Like when like we we go and they would um. Whenever they won, and they start shooting on the way going to the girl's house. You remember that? Yeah, well, we used to, when they won the thing, you remember we ride through the neighborhood, and they had water holes out there, mm-hmm. and they said, we're giving you a bull's bath, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> That's what they would do. They would wet your car up and everything. I remember that. <coughs> Coronavirus. Hmm? <laughs> I'm getting choked up just thinking about uh, the booze. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let me turn this around for a second. So like I wanna jump right really quick back into the Andrew Mama thing. Um and, what, what, so, and the so, Floyd and the Floyd thing. And that's and so the guy with that knee, I like what Al Sharpton said. You heard what he said. What he say? He said at his memorial. He said, he said, the reason we ain't got up because you done had your knee on our neck. Mm-hmm. Get your knee off our neck. Mm-hmm. That's why we couldn't get up and do nothing. You get the knee. I remember the Honorable Elijah Muhammad saying, mm-hmm. every time how smart and how fast these athletes were. Right. He said, let us get in there where you make the atomic bomb. You mm-hmm. really see how uh-huh. smart we are. <laughs> I mean, like, so, like, I did, so I did an episode with uh, Rich on the George Floyd thing, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, hope the whole holds best. Well, but, Rich, now, unless he didn't change since he became a dentist, uh-huh. he was somewhat uh, naive about what was going on. You know, on. no, he's actually, like, really, he's really I know well his father is. Yeah, he's really well informed. I, think, I, I mean, I'll take a listen to the episode because he actually, like, had a lot of really good things to say. He's probably more open-minded than I remember him being about everything. But, like, yeah, he's, he's, he's really, I think he's really passionate about it because, I mean, I am too. Just because, like, that could have been any one of us. Like, you know, like, we're like, you literally. It was one of us. Well, I'm saying, but it could be anyone that we personally, personally know. Right. Right. It could be, it could be, it could, it could literally be me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, even have, you don't have to be doing anything wrong. You don't have to be, like, literally, like, what? Was it, like, a bad check or something like that? Something, like, really small. He lost his life for it. Well, let me tell you something. This was a true incident. All right. My brother, uh, my late brother, Delbert. Okay. One, one. My youngest brother. My middle name. Right. Yeah. And my cousin, Daryl. Mm-hmm. You know Daryl. I know Daryl. He had, Delbert had came home from the Army. He was in the war, in right. the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. And he was driving Daryl's car. Daryl gave him his car. Daryl had a Cadillac. Cadillac? Yeah, Cadillac. Cadillac. Yeah. And he was driving the car, the Cadillac. He was driving the Cadillac. Uh-huh. And the police stopped us. Oh, white, white police. Mm-hmm. What are y'all doing? What are you doing driving this car? You look too young to drive this car. Mm-hmm. And Daryl said, this is my cousin's car. And Daryl was on the police force, I think, at the time. Mm-hmm. He said, this is, uh, this is my cousin. Who's your, your cousin? Who's your cousin? Y'all don't own no cars like this. I said, what you talking about? I was real mad. I said, what you talking about? He said, who are you? I said, who are you? He said, you see my uniform? I said, yeah, that don't tell me nothing. You can't talk to me any kind of way. So... He said, I wish one of y'all would make a run for it. And I said, what you mean? He said, I got a nine-year-old son, and I'm, I'm teaching him how to shoot one of y'all. Oh. You know, like that. And I looked, and finally they, he said, well, I'm writing this up. And so finally they got a call. We had called Daryl, and he had called and let him know it was his car. And then he let us go. So you niggas gone, get on out of here. Mm. So, you know, I've I seen all that. I mean, that's about, because for the most part, and personally, mm-hmm. only one, because the schools I went to was 90% white, right. elementary and high school. Mm-hmm. And I used to see how they would want to, they stopped, they used to have a, a junior prom. When the blacks got to the school, they cut the prom out because the white folks didn't want their kids uh, going to a prom with no black folks. Wow. You know, so, but, you know, that didn't bother me because I was happy within myself. Mm. You know, but, like I'm telling you, when when King got assassinated, mm. I told Harold and Gerald, I said, they're going to burn this country down. Mm. And that's exactly what they did. And we was going, me, Harold, and Herbert, that Sunday after they burned Chicago down, all down Cottage Grove. Mm-hmm. 
and they had the National Guard there. I thought I was in a war zone. How did you feel about when they were coming over here and like, uh, kind of, I wonder, like they were bringing windows and like they were doing kind of riots over here? Oh, I thought that was stupid. Uh, yeah, well, why? Because like I thought, I, yeah, why? why? I, I think because I thought it was it's, it's, it's your own neighborhood, right? It was some of it, but if you notice. They showed a lot of white folks. I mean, it was yeah. good the white folks were with us, but a lot of them was doing the damage. Oh, I think it was, more, it was more of them because, like, when you when you look at anything that happened, so it's when they did the thing on the north side, they marched up to uptown, which is. I'm not talking. I'm talking like, about doing the damage. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. When they got when they got up to uptown, they started doing the damage in the black in the black neighborhoods. They weren't they weren't destroying the majority of the white folks. They looted and like like you know like. Some liquor stores and some of the, like small convenience stores, but like they were doing bigger damages in the black neighborhoods. But That's I, what makes me think it wasn't it wasn't us. Because why would we destroy our own neighborhoods? Yeah, but in our neighborhood, what do we own? I mean, there are some black owned businesses. There's what? more. There's more over here on the south side. Than now, on the I north mean, side. most. I went down 79. Okay. And they were selected in the place. I know this. Okay. Saying, it wasn't that way. Back in the six, they just right. burned everything down. Right. They own neighborhood, they own house, and everything. Right. But this time, I think it was uh, really set up. Hmm. Yeah, do you hear the Antifa thing? Huh? The Antifa? I heard of that. What is that? I mean, so, uh, I'm not the best squirrel. First of this, Aww. basically, is that squirrel? <laughs> Two of them. <laughs> no, so, so basically, Antifa's just. Is a is a regular. Oh, group. that's the one that Trump was talking about. Yeah, they set up to do that to blame it on other people. Yeah, yeah, it was a radical group that wanted to just kind of like create chaos. Yeah. And oh, yeah. They they Trump supporters. Are they right? Are they white nationalists? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They'll get involved and jump in and then like make it but, look like make it look like we're we're like you know that we're like animals. Right. They did it, but a lot of us yeah. did it too. We I mean, you yeah, know, oh, oh no, I have a friend. I have a friend who who was part. He said he was part of the looting. He uh, he did some of the riding. He tried to break some stuff. He took things out of the Nike store. Uh, I think there are really some of us who did it. And I was mad at him. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I don't think that that's gonna help anything. He, no, he, no. That's, no, that's not good at all. What he did. I, I agree because I, I told him, even if you even if you like take money out of the pockets, how is that helping the black community? Is, Man, go burning it down and going. But let me tell you what happened over here. The liquor store. Yeah. Liquor store over here. Mm -hmm. They broke in the store. The owners was driving around. Right. And they looted the liquor out the store. Right. And then the owner set it on fire. So you get the insurance money. Right. Yep. <laughs> Wait, how did they find out? They were the only one. The people in the neighborhood saw. Them. Well, I'm saying, like, is it is, is it is that a where is that a known thing? Is it on the news? Yeah, in that yeah. neighborhood, the people who be around the was out there when they was looting. Does uh, the media know is no? You know, not yeah. the media. I'm talking right. about the people. In so the, the owners, the owners set on fire saying collect the insurance money. Right, so, and they weren't brothers. They was Arabs. Right. Arabs come over <laughs> here. I'm just saying yeah. they come, and that's the way they do business. From what I understand, right, is that they either turn their business over to each other, right, or they burn it down. Wow. And that's what they did over here. I said, that was the only place that got burned was that liquor store. Everything else they had broke the windows right. and looted. Right. And smashing bottles and destroying stuff. But they did. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Now, I said, I said to my friend, like, he was saying, you did all this stuff. He goes, I'll take it back from the system. It took so much from us. 
And I'm just saying, like, even if you just bring this into the full circle, even if you do all that, you know what's gonna happen? They're gonna get insurance. They have insurance. They all have insurance. Right. The insurance is gonna pay them. They're gonna pass along their increased insurance, you know, prices, whatever you call it. They're gonna pass that along to the consumer. So now things cost more. And now, but it doesn't really affect you because he's an architect, right? It doesn't affect you. It affects the people that are on the bottom rung who already can't afford that stuff in the first place. Right. So all, and it doesn't really create a debt in their actual earnings. They still hit a profit. They still make money. And now we just have to pay more. Right. But the thing is, I would say this. Uh-huh. Me being a witness to both, uh-huh. it was much worse in the 60s because they burned their whole neighborhood on the west side mm-hmm. and on the south side. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they did on the north side. Right. But... Uh, they burned the whole thing, but that thing, uh, I'm surprised it's still going strong. So they, they better, uh, all these companies now, they want to change the name. Well, don't change the name, you know. Right. That's, that, uh, they can take Auntie Mama, they can take Auntie Mama off the, uh, which they say they are, and Uncle Ben. Right. But Auntie Mama and Uncle Ben ain't got no money and something to, Create their own pancake arts right. and, and stuff. That ain't doing us no good. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll say that. It's like, what's going to happen is. Let's create reparation. 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 Now. Now, here's what's going to happen. So, like, they're going to rebrand it. They're rebranding the whole thing. I, I still want them to have a black person on the cover or even a, a new character or not character, but like a character that's still black. Well, I, I feel like, I mean, you don't want to erase, you don't want to erase it off the line. It's kind of, you know what I mean? Like, well, you know what I prefer they do? What do you prefer they do? I prefer they do like Nike did with Jordan. Tell me more. Give them their own brand. Mm-hmm. All right, you're going to rebrand it. If you rebrand it, sell it to some blacks. Right. Oh. Sell these brands to some blacks and let them own it. Then let them rebrand it and mm. name it. That's a good idea. But are they going to do that, though? I mean, are they really going to let that go? So I, don't, I don't know how... But sell it to them. I didn't say give it to them. No, I'm saying, are, are they going to let go of that brand that's been like a staple of house? Oh, no, never mind. You know no, you're going to get a new name. Isn't it, you're right. You're right. I thought about it. You're right. Yeah, because they're, they're literally, they're going to rebrand the whole thing. They're going to try to get a new name. No, it won't be no more Hunter Mama name. Right. No more Uncle Ben's name. Right. All right, now, here come... Here come... Master Benny. Master why Master Benny? Master Benny. Master Benny Rice. Right, Master Benny's rights okay. and, and, and can like, like Queen Queen And Master uh, and, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and Queen and Queen Sharon Syrup. No, no, no not Queen. No, not Queen Princess. Queen Princess Lisa. Who's Lisa? Who is Lisa? Pancake batter. Because <laughs> Black Lives Matter. I do think they should do a thing where, like, the proceeds to the, um, like, a portion of proceeds for every sale of, like, the syrup and the pancake mix, whatever they're going to do, should all go towards Black Lives Matter or some foundation that helps black people. Well, like, they should, they, know, should they should scroll that away. I'll buy it if I know it's going you know, towards I'm us. an old man, but. Yeah. I ain't gonna just give something to something that said Black Lives Matter. Well, it has to be official, but I mean, no, just... not official. Okay. I don't even know who's behind it. Yeah. Who own it? And 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 have transparency. Well, I see where that money going. Right. If it's going 
to have black people, scholarships, and all that, then I'm for that. Right. Because I I seen these blacks, they be I'm blacker than black come right. to turn out they the biggest towns in the world. I was gonna tell you, because my friends were talking the most, the like the biggest the biggest like, yeah, we gotta do this, we gonna burn this down. They the main ones, they're not really even doing nothing. They, so, as soon as the, the um the restaurants and bars open back up, they ran right back out there, giving the money right back to where it was. And I'm like, we got we have to be like putting our money away. We gotta chill out. Like if you really want I, I'm honest I'm real honest my honest thought is if we really wanna see change <laughs> Black people can't have fun. You gotta make you gotta make a, a smart, strategic move to put all your money and all your time and the resources to build things up. But realistically, no one's really gonna do that because we're we gonna do it. But, but not but not the majority. You need you need you need a lot of people to do it for it to really make a big impact. Well, I'm trying. Know, I don't know about these young people look right. like they're a little bit ahead of them. They are. And see when I was. When I was coming up, the thing was, and they make fun out of everything. Mm -hmm. It wasn't it wasn't black Black uh, Lives Matter. Right. It was Black Power. Right. And the way that came about, and then Martin Luther King and his group, they slogan was Freedom Now. Right. And said, so, What do you want? Freedom. When you want it now. And then. Stokely Carmichael's name really, he changed his name to Kwame Tui. Hmm. And he came up, he said, y'all been asking for freedom for 20 years, you ain't got no freedom now. Hmm. What you need is some power. Hmm. Black power! That's how that came about. Wow, were you there? Yeah, I met Carmichael. I mean, were you in the room when it happened? No, not when that happened. He was in a, he was, they was having a, a and protests at that time. And he was going there because he didn't believe in not turning up and taking nonviolence. Right. You know. Yeah, I'm a, it's hard because I'm, I'm a self proclaimed pacifist, but I do think there's a place for violence in some in some, in some accords. Well, you might be like in the book, who is that? Uh, Jesus said, turn the other cheek. Job? Is it Job? You remember the, the guy, one of the soldiers? Yeah. Hit Joseph. Yeah, but I don't believe in, like, you can't always do that. Like that. Wait was, a minute. Yeah. The guy hit Joseph. Right. And Joseph getting ready to hit him back to our eye. Remember, your leaders had turned the other cheek. Right. And the guy hit him again. Right. And Joseph knocked the hell out of him. <laughs> and he said, I only got, he said, turn the cheek once. Oh, <laughs> I even heard that. Is that real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would like to learn. I'm not a bullet dog. All right, well, I think that was good. So, like, do you have anything you want to tell people? I want the people to stay safe from the virus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like people kind of forgot when the virus and all this stuff went down. It feels like it. Like, the virus yeah, kind of they well, people, I, And one reason these folks might have came out, because <laughs> they was inside for the virus. Right, they, 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 they weren't working. Right. Yeah. And they needed to get out. Have you, so, like, before, before you wrap up, have you ever seen anything like this before? Like with like the whole virus thing? No, and like this is just too much for me. Is it, I was like, is it scary? And then with yeah. the, with the uh, protesters yeah. and the way he choked that guy. Mm -hmm. uh, i never seen anything in my lifetime, especially when we had to stay in right. and had to wear a mask mm -hmm. and wash your hands. And you don't wash your hands? I never, seen, I never seen anything. I mean, constantly after yeah, that. I, 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 I've never seen anything like this, and the kids couldn't go to school. Mm -hmm. 
you know, but the good thing is the good thing they had these new inventions like the TV and all that. You know how to do Zoom? Yeah. Yeah, so we might need to do Zoom in the future for us. And um, I never seen anything like this. The only thing I would tell the people to remember Black Lives Matter and what we needed some black power and we need it now. We can't be waiting and you pass a bill and say, Well, let's take effect in twenty twenty five. Twenty five we need it now and for young blacks to come together, use their skills and develop their own businesses and give your people jobs. These young people, you give them jobs, you see a big turnaround. I mean, I'm telling you right now, like, if I, like, my, like my, my goal is to, like, either build something or get big enough into the system I'm in and right now with advertising to, like, when I'm able to hire people, I'm going to try to, like, make sure I hire, like, people that look like me. Not exclusively, of course. Not only I, hire, I, I wanna make sure. but train them, too. Oh, I mean, yeah, honestly, I, I want to say this, like, I think, like, I got lucky with the company I chose to work for. We had those two offers on the table, and I picked the other one. And the boss I'm, I have right now is probably one of the best bosses I've ever had because she's actively training me every single day along the way and coaching me and sending me up to like, well, to actually like I'm gonna tell to you, get there. Right like, now is the crazy. time to jump on the bandwagon. Like I had been telling you, I told Benita too, mm-hmm. uh, to get in touch with the Obama Library. They got jobs in the future coming up. And Benita needs more than I do at this point. And the only thing is that... Uh, just, you know, make sure, you know, you get this, but don't be lost in the moment mm. and think you can trust everybody, whether they black or white right. or brown. Right. But now is the time because now they feeling guilty. Right. You know, they feeling guilty when that guy put his foot on that on that guy's neck. Mm. And you can relate, too. Remember that time you and your friends was out there in Dalton? Oh, yeah. I told that story. Kobe stopped you? Yep. And they said, if y'all wasn't no young black, was it black police? It was a black policeman. See, that's the difference. Right. Because I feel like if he wasn't, wasn't a, a black officer, and we weren't all, like, going to college and, and doing some of our lives, he probably would have, you know, it would have been done. Right. And then, yeah. then if it was some white officer, they would have threw you under the jail. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because I tell you, out there at Ford, mm-hmm. when I was a rep, mm-hmm. and I had black superintendents, mm-hmm. And we got together, we could solve problems together. And they, people don't know it, but the black supervisors would work with the black representative. Mm. I remember one time we had a case where uh, this guy was a new supervisor and everybody had left the job. Mm. You know, we had to go at 3.30, you leave. Well, they had got behind, they wanted people to stay back, but the bell is wrong. Mm. And everybody had left. So he called everybody together, men and women, men and women, and he said, look, the next time y'all leave this this area without me telling you, he said, I do the effing, you know. Mm. He said, I'm the MF. And so some of the women, they objected to that. Of course. So I got with the super general supervisor, which was black. Mm. I said, he gonna either apologize or he fired. Good. And so he got him down there the next day. Mm. And he got on his, almost on his knees and begged, said he was sorry he used the wrong word. So we got to stick together 
And remember, all black lives matter, not black and brown, not black and white, but black lives matter with black power. Leslie, you have anything to say? No? Cool. My my niece is here watching this. (laughs) She's just supporting. We good. We good. That's that's all I want to say. Um, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, Just so you know, this podcast is sponsored by my company, um, nerdgeekculture.com. If you want to support the show, go there, pick up a shirt, pick up a hat. Uh, We've got tote bags. Uh, Right now, the most popular item we have is Clap Cheeks, which is hilarious. Uh, And um, the Awkward Human shirt. So feel free to support. Uh, That's how we keep the doors open here. Thank you guys so much. And we'll talk next time. On the fighting cancel culture. Oh, yeah.